0: And welcome to A Cast of Ice and Fire, the official Game of Thrones podcast of MovieMingler.com. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by Tate of the House, Tyrell. The last remaining Tyrell. You might have to change your name, Tate, because, you know, Cersei's hunting you down. She is. She's going to find me. Okay. And also, joining us for the first time in over a year, or about a year is Frank of the House Baratheon. How are you going, Frank of the House Baratheon? Oh,
1: really well, thanks. Just washed up on shore.
0: <laughs> Just showing up ready to a pod. And I'm Nick of the House Stark. And today we are reviewing Game of Thrones Season 7, Episode 3, The Queen's Justice. Before we start talking about the show, though, I wanted to mention a few little things. And one of the little things is a callback to last week's pod where I mentioned the theory going around the internet of when you watch the opening credits, you saw that the uh, the East Sea by the war was frozen. Since reading that article mentioning that it's a pretty cool possibility here, I've watched the show again and realised that it's just it's just a cloud cover over the water it makes it look like ice, but it's actually just water. And all it is is people on the internet with no life trying to come up with some crazy theory and making people like me who are gullible fall for it. So just wanted to mention that. So we might not see any White Walkers walking across the uh, ocean. They're going to have a bit of a struggle getting over the wall then.
1: It'd be a bit of a letdown if all they had to do was walk around. Well, that's what
0: down. I was saying last week anyway. But then I thought they might want to like set up around the other side of the wall and trap them in. Because on the other side of the war, the castles, they're not allowed to have any defences because a long time ago, the uh, the men of the Castle Black, they actually had a revolution in Westeros and they tried to take it over and stuff. And, uh, and when the Night's Watchmen lost the revolution they were told that they could never have defences on the south side of the wall just in case they ever try to rebel again against, you know, Westeros. So it's easy to actually attack them that way. And I was thinking maybe that was going to be the plan, but no. So I just wanted to mention that. Also another thing, but this won't be really long, is last week I talked about the ratings, which was the most watched show show of all time on HBO and the most watched episode of Game of Thrones ever. Obviously, uh, I won't go as deep this week, but I just wanted to mention that the Episode 2 ratings for Stormborn were the second most watched episode ever. Oh, wow. So we are really in crazy territory. Yes, Frank?
1: And the downloads. I do know you download well, figures. Do you know the figures for this second episode? Oh, not the second. I think the first was like 90 yeah. million or something. I mentioned it on the million. podcast, Ed. 90
0: million, which is just...
2: Phenomenal. Phenomenal.
0: I mean, I asked a question last week, and now you can answer it if you want as well. Uh, Are we living in the midst of maybe the biggest television phenomenon of all time? And I'm talking about worldwide. Like, the show that airs on a Monday or Sunday night in America is just watched by so many people in the first, like, two days. I don't think we've ever had a show that's watched so much so quickly and by so much of the world, you know?
1: I mean, there have probably been shows that have had higher ratings worldwide. Mm. Like, they used to say Baywatch was the most watched show in the world. Right. But it wasn't a pop culture phenomenon. Oh, actually, it was a little bit. Pamela Renson became famous and whatever. But, and the Hoff. But particularly Pamela Renson. But it wasn't a phenomenon like this. It was just, you know what Baywatch is, it's just light. Yeah, TV. yeah I used to watch it Saturday nights. Whereas this inspires discussion and debate and. You know, theorizing and thousands of blog columns. So yeah, well, there probably hasn't. I don't know if there has been a phenomenon. I'm sure there has been. Like, but
2: that's the power of social media and the internet Yeah, yeah the social Coming into yeah. that, they didn't have that back in the 90s when you had shows like The Sopranos and um, even Twin Peaks and or well, The X Files. Even Breaking Bad to an extent,
1: and, and also mm-hmm. allowing worldwide like immediate viewing worldwide. We didn't have that. Yeah. So when Twin Peaks came out, using that as an example, showed in America it didn't come out in Australia, for example. I mean, we were always well behind back then. Oh, but it yeah. probably didn't come out here until for six months a year later. Uh, lost was a big one that was a but fun it was road. still in the it, it, like the internet was obviously extremely well established and message boards but it, social media wasn't and that's what's really propelled this yeah. hasn't it if if lost was around today I mean it'd be a different show because lost was the first of its kind but if you were able to sort of transplant that success maybe that would have been this bigger fun- I don't even know because lost didn't have this, the staying power
0: I mean when you look at X-Files by season 7 X-Files was waning yeah. and it was David Duchovny's last year I still liked it, but it was never it wasn't as good. No. And then you got lost. By the time we got to season six, I still kind of enjoyed it, but it was definitely not as popular as it once was. And this is Game of Thrones, a mythology show that's so dense and it's plotting season seven and it's more popular than ever. That's why I mean it's just a phenomenon that's growing and I don't know, I can't wait to see what the ratings are like for the finale. The only cause... thing
1: I'll say is the I mean, dramas. Let's specify dramas. I think friends oh, yeah. probably was a bigger worldwide phenomenon. Half an hour sitcoms are out of that. You can't different... you obviously have to you have, obviously have to Delineate between sitcoms because yeah, Friends and Seinfeld whatever, were much bigger worldwide phenomenons than, than this one. And yeah, they, they, but because but of the nature of the show, yeah, they were well, PG rated; they
0: weren't G. They're, but, they're easy to digestible for more yes. people. This is a show about dragons and medieval and politics and so it's, it's just it's got, it's sex got violence, and violence and yeah. I mean, if you told me when I was a little kid that the most popular show on television, easily, is going to be a show about dragons and mythology and Lord of the Rings, but with boobs and violence, I'd go, you're kidding. Yeah. Because that was not what the world was like 15 years ago. Mm. It's unbelievable. I always pinch myself the world we're living in right now.
1: Well, Sopranos finished, what, nine years ago? And if you had said that, that yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's was 2008. I'm not going to say Game of Thrones is a better show than Sopranos, because I don't believe it is. However, it's a much bigger phenomenon and oh, much, much bigger for HBO than Sopranos. Like, you always think of S-Soprano, HBO being the network Sopranos built to a degree. But oh, it changed the this, network completely, is, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it changed it. But this is on a whole other level from anything that's ever been HBO.
0: I mean, those numbers are incredible for HBO. I mean, it's a subscription channel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in- incredible numbers.
1: Um, HBO Go now. HBO Go, that's helped it. The streaming service they have in America as well. Uh oh. I mean, even in Australia, the ratings on Foxtel are It was like astounding. just under
0: 900,000 for the first day of episode one.
1: Absolutely astounding.
0: And by the time they got into streaming, they reckon it was about one and a half million people watched it legally, not including all the people that downloaded it.
1: Because I don't know how much you look at Foxtel ratings. I mean, it's pretty boring sort of stuff. I'm always interested people, but, in how it goes. But if you look at the ratings for Foxtel, like subscription TV in Australia, they always separate sports from non-sports because sports... Dominates. Ratings dominate. Yeah. No sports program would would even have half of those ratings. So this, the Game of Thrones, is probably drawing eight to nine times what the second highest rating non sporting show is. It's incredible. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's taken over the world, and
0: it's just, it's yeah. It's not the show I would have called to take over the world ten years ago. Like, no, it, no, Hollywood you had f- fantasy. Yeah, and fantasy. I'm happy it has because this has always been my sort of thing. So I mean, even you know, Lord you know. of the Rings,
1: which was a huge, huge movie, if right, you yeah. say to people you're a Lord of the Rings fan, it still has a, even though it's a billion dollar movie, it's, it still has a stigma. You reckon? Oh, it still does with a lot of people, doesn't it? I mean, there are people we know, right? There are people we know who, if you say that you like Lord of the Rings or that you're a fan of the movies, there is a stigma involved. So to think that this has become so huge, it, it is unbelievable. Cool. Anyway. So to get into
0: the episode now, Tate or Frank, whoever wants to start us off, well, I can start us off, I don't care. Uh, why don't you give a quick, brief review of what you thought of this episode, uh, The Queen's Justice? Tate. Uh, What do you think of it? Yep.
2: Another solid episode after episode one, right on from episode two, very fast tracking season, moving along very quickly. Um, Highlight of this episode has to be the Cersei scenes. Uh, Absolutely loved her. Didn't love what she did to my family, but we'll talk (laughs) about that later. And even though we didn't get too much stuff in the Citadel, which has been my favorite place this year. I still found this episode thoroughly enjoyable and I just like where this show's going this year. The pace that it's running. If as long as it keeps it up for the remainder of the episodes or even goes a little bit more faster then we we're in for a good year. Like well there's only four episodes left yeah. now, so halfway point next week. I'm just thinking there's gonna be a massive cliffhanger. An yeah. unexpected cliffhanger, because we, we, we know that the wall's going to come down eventually. There's going to be something that is completely unexpected in left field at the end of this season that nobody's going to expect unless you've read into, well, hopefully. The, into the spoilers. Because
0: they're the moments you remember in Game of Thrones, isn't yeah. it? Like the Red Wedding or yeah. Jon Snow getting stabbed.
2: Yeah. I mean, those moments really... I'll never forget the feeling I yeah. felt when Jon Snow got
0: stabbed. And oh.
2: There's, there's going to be another one of those unexpected moments at the end of this season. And that's, that's where it's going to end. What about you, Frank? What did you think of what did you think of the season so far? You I've been enjoyed at all? the
1: season. I preferred this episode to last week's. I I, I know you were quite fond of last week's episode. Last week's I I, good. I didn't mind it. Yeah. I didn't love it as much as you did. I, I like some of the things like the transition with the grey scar. I like some of the techniques oh, they great. used <laughs> and I, I didn't mind the episode last week, but I think it was a superior episode. <clears throat> the Cersei stuff was fantastic. I really enjoyed the first meeting at Dragonstone. Yes, that's why I'm I like, like it great. more. I mean, <laughs> the, the like when you have Miss Listing the titles, the of, the titles, titles yeah. of Daenerys, and then Davos comes in yeah. with his. And that interesting moment where Davos is about to say, Look, John has been brought back from the dead, yeah, and, and John gives yeah. him that look. Yeah, right. And that. that will be quite interesting to see what comes of that. Uh, I, I do like the the interplay between Tyrion and John.
2: Yes. It's good to have Tyrion back Yeah, with some dialogue. You're talking to someone different. Yeah.
1: The ending was wonderful with Elena. Yes. I mean, what a way to go out. So she's, I mean, she's one of my favorite characters. I mean, she's one of most people's favorite characters. So I'm hardly the only person to say this, but what a way to go out. And I thought Jamie, well, the actor Jamie, well, his well. his performance was really yeah quite really powerful at the end, just facial expressions or whatever. Um, the Castle rock it was great to see Castle rock. First time we've seen it. Yeah, him. I know. So I was thinking first time we've seen High Garden. Yeah. And, and I, look, I, I agree with you on the Citadel. I love the Citadel. I love reading about the law and the yeah. history, the way it was set up. And yeah, I want to learn more about yeah. it, but show. you can't spend too much time there. Yeah, but I, I do enjoy seeing it. And I really enjoyed the scene today where where uh, the archbishop said, you know, you thought he was going to be in line for punishment, maybe mm-hmm. um, expulsion, and he ends up risk being you know credited and but he doesn't receive a reward because he did the wrong thing but i, I enjoy that it was a strong episode
0: uh so f- for me my quick review is i thought it was a fun episode i actually thought it was the best episode so far this year because pretty much every scene pushed the story forward and they meant something there were so many great moments you've got john and danny meeting for the first time you've got everything with cersei you've got the ending of diana rig it's just great it was just so much great stuff um uh, I thought it moved a bit too fast again. I'm not going to complain about this every episode, but I do have a problem with it. The show is just, it's really feeling lopsided now at the ending of the series because it's just moving so fast. I mean, when John came to Dragonstone at the beginning of the episode, my first thing was already, mm. like I yelled it out, I can't believe how fast everyone's moving. Your Dinah already back in the High Garden. Jamie's in King's Landing. 10 minutes later, he's at High Garden. It's like, so, you don't know how long has passed. It's just, it's just a bit too fast I wish it was a bit slower like maybe they had 10 episodes to tell this season's story it might be a little bit more enjoyable it feels like with George R.R. Martin not finishing the books and obviously they sat down with him and they know the ending for most of the characters and it just feels like instead of now getting the depth that we used to get it feels like the D&D are just box ticking like oh he has to go here and then she dies this way and he has to go here I feel the exact same actually. and we're not getting the depth in between like I was thinking you know John goes to Dragonstone at the beginning of this episode but in the old series we would have like moments with him and Sir Davos just talking about what was my next move on the boat on the way there in one episode there's no there's no quiet moments anymore and I miss the quiet moments because Game of Thrones has got great fantasy great politics it's got great everything like that but I reckon the best thing about the show nearly is just how good the characters are and how rich they are and we don't get those quiet moments anymore as much. And I miss that. But overall, it's still fantastic girl. That's just me
2: complaining like hell, but it, I love it.
1: It's it is in it. a big rush. Like when you see when Rob came south. It's a, it took forever. It did take forever. I mean, it did take forever. But you that had was those moments way way it was it. him.
2: That was the course of the season. Yeah.
1: yeah. season three. And you yeah. had those quiet moments where he'd be talking to his wife or talking to his mother or whatever. Where you, you don't have that now. That's what the you show You don't really have comes the tactical life. discussion. Even last season, Battle of the Bastards, you had that long sort of tactical dis- discussion. Last episode, you had Tyrion say, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Okay,
0: if they were so just ready to finish the show now, because it's been such hard work, and it has been, I would have been happier if they had like a year off and wrote a proper full seasons. just because it does feel like they are cutting corners.
1: I read reports. Parts,
0: even though I love it. I I'm, do love it,
1: but it feels like cutting corners. I'm sure you've read them as well, but I read reports that the season eight potentially might be done in 2019 anyway.
0: I mean, we don't know officially yet, but if you're hearing early reports... I can guarantee you that's probably what's going to happen.
1: 2019, and, and, and not to get off the topic, but the next year they'll really put more focus onto Westworld. And, and well, I imagine... They had a, a had a year off. And the so, spin-offs. Yeah. And the Game of Thrones spin-offs.
0: I'm okay with that if it makes it better, because in 10 years' time, I'd rather have better quality than getting it well, a year early. So. If
1: there are six episodes in the next season, every episode's going to be an hour and a half. 80 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that, but I don't know I don't know if
0: there's... Because why not just do eight episodes? Well, even
1: though, well this, episode, this season's seven episodes, but if you work it on an average length... For the length of the show compared to this season, it's really the equivalent of eight episodes. So, but you're right, everything's in a big rush. It does feel yeah. like it's in a big rush. But but I still right? enjoy it. Yeah. I would like to have seen more of the battle at Castle Rock. I did like the way they used, it, used Tyrion to narrate it, though. Yeah. It was a clever device, but even the High Garden stuff. Basically, oh, you don't it. see anything at High Garden except you see Jamie's Post-print. forces march up but, and then you see him walking through the castle with all the just, dead bodies Everything That was
2: just them killing two birds with one stone. Yeah.
1: But uh-huh. you'd think that would be major battles. Are well, we talking talking Tyrell's one of the most powerful houses. Or well, it definitely would have yeah, been in seven, season 3 or yeah. season 2 or 4 and, or 5. And but, obviously taking castle rock which had never been conquered before mm-hmm. and it's reduced to the last 10 minutes of the episode. Just, if that. Yeah,
2: rushing through getting to the end game. Yeah, without having to yeah, they're just killing off the major players so you only got five people really to worry about.
1: Yeah. They've had we've had so many characters to worry about for so long, and now they're just really yeah, crossing them, them out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean.
2: It's, it's checking the we'll boxes. You'll probably yeah. just be eliminating. They got the cliff
0: notes instead of a novel. Yeah, They'll and it feels like that characters characters now. Yeah. Right, and so and nice I think it shows season. you where the genius of Martin lies and where D D are great. Good on you for making the show, but they're not Martin when it comes to storytelling. I don't think they are anyway. And well, they're not and, authors. And,
1: yeah. And every report has been. Not, you, you may know better, but every report has been that they specifically wanted to do the the 73-odd episodes, right? And that mm. was their number they wanted to do. But I don't yeah. get wanting to do that many episodes when you could have done 80 and perhaps done it more justice. Yeah, I, I get the- It f- should be this race. Now, let's just
0: say this. If there was a six and seventh book out now, there's no way these seasons would be like they are. Mm. There would actually be adaptions of those books on a proper length. Yeah. But it's a much harder work now because now they have to do it themselves instead of just looking at that book and-
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, the first season is the first book. It's nearly exactly the same. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into the episode. More specifically, yeah, now yep. uh, let's start off with Dragonstone, where the show started off. Uh, let's see, Danny and John finally meet, and it's awesome. Uh, John and Tyrion reminisce, and Tyrion convinces Danny to allow John to mine the dragon glass. So let's talk about Dragonstone. Sweet. What do you think of seeing John and Danny finally, people? Oh, you want me to start? I, yeah. geek, I geeked out like okay. a fanboy seeing it. It was really cool.
2: So. so yeah, I'll move on. So it's good to have Tyrion back with some exposition because we haven't really got much of him this year, from the first two episodes. No, not really. Um, But what I was really happy about probably was the whole thing that John wouldn't bend the knee to Danny. That was a great moment, actually, Mm -hmm. yeah. That he said, I don't know you from a bar of soap, but I know what your family's like, and I'm not going to bend the knee. Um, But you know what I really liked about this, and you haven't haven't brought it up, was the whole entire Melisandre threatening Lord Varys about dying.
1: It's just saying that she's more of a role play.
0: Well, it shows you now that Varys the whole isn't surviving the show. With, either,
2: like, so. Varys is saying, like, mm. a lion has a taste of blood. And I think, oh, that's a like, lion, taste of blood, human flesh. Um, that's what Cersei's doing by getting all of her revenge on people. Uh, I, I just love how Danny was trying to be menacing with all her titles. Well, and I it was thought John's just, that was a perfect example to sum up how different
0: these two yeah. people are. Like, there she is again, sitting happily, happily in that chair yeah. while they read off... Four hundred titles, and, and then Sir Davos is like, "Oh, what did he write? This is, this is John. He's, he's the king, the king of the north." Of the north. Mm. Mm. And that is sums up humble versus self righteous. Yeah. And I, I like Danny, Self-in, but
2: sometimes self entitled leader. She's where John that. is just like that natural born leader.
1: I think you're right. Self righteous.
0: She has this feeling that everything is hers, and like it belongs to her. And John doesn't give a rat's ass about leading. He just wants to save people's lives. He doesn't want to be king of the north. Mm. And I, lo- that's why I love John Snow so much because he's so just awesome. <laughs> He's so... Na- he, he's noble. He's so naive and noble about the world, and, and, she, and yeah, she's... I like her, though, because that's who she is as a character, yeah. but it's just... It was a great moment to see how different... the Fire and ice. They're so yeah. opposite. She's literally the fire, and he's like the ice but in they, the world. Like sort of cut... Well, they cut from the same cloth as well. Yeah, I know he's a anyway. Targaryen, but they literally are opposites, yeah. though, aren't they? But and I love it, though. Fair. It's great. But it's exactly how their first scene should have been. I couldn't have written a better way, but I reckon. There was, was
1: just, a good moment, though, where if you go back to episode one where he says, I will not punish a son yeah, or daughter a mm. for the sins of the father. And then when she apologises and she specifically says, you know, you shouldn't hold the sins of my not father against, against me. me.
2: Yeah, But he wasn't, no, But He wasn't, no. I don't but, think he was, though.
1: There were still tiebacks
2: from, like, early episodes, yeah. but there, there was a lot of um, stuff referenced from Season 4 mm. in, in this episode as well. So Game of Thrones gave us all that reference to Season 1 last week, and this week, like... When we get to Winterfell, like Lord Baelish saying about the enemies, that's compl- that's straight from the uh, my favourite episode of all time, The Children.
1: Hey, about the return of Bravos, yeah. the Iron Bang of Bravos two coming back. Yeah, but four, wasn't it? we had we had five. We had,
2: um, no, five. five. But
0: Braavos. this episode also yeah. continues the season one references. There's two of them that I wrote down. I can't remember the second one right now until I get to my notes. But this drag story had one of them, and they you know they call back to John and Tyrion's journey. And yep. the stuff they said to each other on the way in, like, the third episode of the whole show. Mm. And it's, this this whole season just looks like it's a the show circling back on itself. It's all coming together. And I love that. It's just great. Because like we mentioned in the last podcast, episode two was just full of season one references, mm. it's full of them. So I just love seeing Danny and John. Oh, Danny and John. I love that too. John and Tyrion together. Uh, I wanted to mention something quickly before we forget all about it. Did you notice that Sir Davos was flirting with Miss Sunday? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And she shut him down a little
0: bit. I started (laughs) getting this feeling that last week we saw Miss Sunday and and, uh, Grey Grey Worm finally getting it on, and now Grey Worm's in deep trouble. He is now. So I'm thinking maybe they're setting up Sir Davos to have a little... A little bit of a lovey dovey. I don't think Grey Worm um, is in trouble, but you he, will, he so. won't survive the show. Well, right? that's like what he I mean. Will
1: die. She'll be his weakness, but I think she has to be involved.
0: It just feels like him making love to her just felt like this is like setting up his potential fate could be bad, but maybe when you
1: know. really emphasize the fact that when he when, you, when the writers really emphasize the fact that Miss Sande is Grey Worm's weakness, then inevitably then there will be yeah, some scenario where him, he has him. to save her life, which yeah. results in him dying.
0: Well, it's more satisfying than him just dying at Castle Rock, I guess. Yeah. But they don't care about killing him there; they just care about them staying there, don't they? I don't think they're going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, well,
1: Euron's—I mean, we'll get to Castle yeah, Rock. We but Euron's later. blockaded them in, but I don't think he has any intention of. Uh, it's just—it's you know, just a siege. I don't think he's intention of taking it over. Uh,
0: going back to the Danny John scene, which I loved, obviously. Yeah. I—we I th- saw another example of Sir Davos being like the best PR man mm-hmm. in the whole kingdom for kings. He's just the greatest. I just love him. So that was great to see. I just love Davos's
2: brutal, brutal honesty.
0: Yeah. And Frank sort of mentioned it already in his review part, but why do you think they didn't want to actually tell Danny about him coming back to life? What do what you think? John, John like, Yeah, John. To, yeah. Uh, he was about to say it and
2: John was like, do not say it. Why do you think that is? Because I think he wanted to take her on face value rather than, like, some miracle. Or have, to have her take individual. him on
1: face value, rather. Yeah, have she might think that. it's all a lie, maybe, or something. Well, not really. I think it's more that I thought he, it, he made a point no. to say... When she said, oh, you can mine all the dragon glass you want, right? You can mine all the glass you, right? yeah. you, you want. We'll provide men and machines to help you. And he says, oh, so you believe me about the White Walkers, right? Or you believe me. You remember when they were sitting yeah, outside? Didn't. I think he wants to be believed. He doesn't want her believing him because of the fact that he was brought back from the dead and all this other mystical stuff. He just wants... Someone to take him at face value. So you, yeah, sort of what you said, but take him at face value rather than saying, Oh, well he was brought back, he must be the prince who was promised, blah blah blah. Just I I think it might be that. He probably doesn't want to win her over I, that way.
2: What I I also liked um Tyrion sort of bringing the alliance of Danny and John yeah. together mm-hmm. by doing drag glass without them really knowing what was going on. But Tyrion sort of piecing them to closer together. Oh yeah, that's well, what Tyrion rather. is now. I
0: mean without Tyrion. He I knows think that he needs to bring them together. Man.
1: It's good to see some competence. Otherwise,
2: yeah, without Tyrion there, Danny would have probably put him in prison or you probably wouldn't have kept ended him well. as hostage he... rather than Tyrion trying to form that closer alliance like, by been... giving Jon what he wants, and then Danny's not really giving up anything against her will.
1: Tyrion was out thought on Castle Rock and High yeah, Garden. He was out thought on last was, week with Euron. Yeah, Dawn, yeah. Right? And he's Dawn. He's been really out thought the whole way, and he's supposed to be the smart one.
0: Well, I wanted to mention that later, but while you're bringing it up now, I mean, let's. Tate had a theory that. Danny might go mad in the show. A lot of people had oh, that theory. Yeah, yeah. But he thought that might be what happens. Now, I don't no, know what's gonna the happen. But think about this. Villain, Tyrion sure. is the one kind of holding her back, we see a lot of the times, like because he's so you know, he's smart guy and he you know, he's working the alliances with John and her. Now Tyrion's <laughs> failed her twice now in a row. When does it come the point, maybe, they're setting it up, where she says, stuff you and she gets on her dragon and starts wreaking havoc and becoming a mad queen.
1: That could actually be what they're building you with Tyrion well, failing twice. Well, she did say that she was gonna so, take on Euron's
0: fleet. If she wanted to do it, they held her back. But when is she going to stop listening to Tyrion if he keeps on failing her? Yeah, that's why I think. They might be setting that up. They might because she has moments where she she has that self righteousness and she has that, that that look in her eye that she could snap.
1: Well, even when she, we've seen when, her snap before too. Well, but in even, the show, you even know? when she uh, s- stood up from the throne to talk to John, mm-hmm. she looked like she was about to lose it. That's what I mean, I mean. You, you can see there. She's like, you can see she's holding back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can see she's really having to restrain herself. And, and look, it's a common theory that she's, in, that she's insane. That she's but that, that's queen. what they could
0: be setting up with the Tyrion failing. I don't know if I want to see that or not, but that could be. But we thinking. always hear
1: they say it's going to be a bittersweet ending. Well, I don't know if that's bittersweet. I, think I, do, I do think she will be a very divisive character going forward. I'm sure it is. I know a lot of people don't like her.
0: You don't understand who she is as a but, character, though. But, like, uh, I would follow well, no, Jon Snow do any day, trans- but I think she's a fantastic character, Danny. But who's to say so he won't turn out to be...
1: We to no, say about the Targaryens. Who's to say he's, he's the perfect. one who turns out to be nah, mad?
0: He's perfect. I would never watch the show again, but it's right
2: at the end. So it it's doesn't, it's perfect. Perfect. Again, right end, so <laughs> doesn't make it. any sense to make Jon No, Jon is perfect. perfect. It, also,
1: it also doesn't make sense. I, I know you used to subscribe to the Tyrians a Targaryen theory, and that doesn't make any narrative sense either. It... I hope that never happens. That, we've spoken about this a long time uh, ago. It doesn't make any narrative sense no, at all. But the it also in it robs
0: modern. Tyrion of all his interesting aspect of his father and all that. It just robs that that's story. Well, that's so what I said
2: to you. I never liked the idea of it, really. It, they could do it to it. it well, I think you said at the end of um, the season six review. Yeah. Last year, that it makes more sense if the, um, Cersei and Jaime were both. But the
1: Targaryen. more I see them, it's not likely that they are either because yeah. the Targaryens practice incest by to keep bloodlines pure. Mm. These two just do it because, because they, they love each other. Because they love each other, right? So they're not practicing incest in the same way as the Targaryens. Now, she's obviously insane, but. I don't know. There is one big twist to come. We know that there is at least one massive, massive twist to come. It'd be interesting to see what it is. And it People saying the Hound will be the third, the third Dragon Rider. People saying the Hound will yeah. be the Prince that was promised. I, I think, don't the, Hound's, see that, I think the
0: Hound's mission is to do something at the war, and probably. St- they, no, but then I want him to fight the Mountain, which I think he will. Well, it makes narrative sense, doesn't it? You've been building it up for seven bloody years. When I, think he, about I their- think he
1: fights the Mountain. Probably eyes there. He probably is... Jeez, they've got so much to cover oh, in, like, not long. Like, God damn The it. mountain has to be dealt with. The hound has to be dealt with, like, in a positive way. The Brotherhood without banners.
0: Yeah, they're on to the war. So they're on to
1: the wall. The wildlings haven't been seen for a couple of episodes. Well, they're
0: on the Eastwatch. Yeah, I know. So they're all going to come together, obviously, in the finale <laughs> or when the war falls.
1: brand's still has to explain what he's, what's happened to him. Well, I think he's
0: waiting for Jon to tell him about it being a Targaryen, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, but uh, he's, he's obviously... He said, I can see everything. You know. So that has to play out somehow I will find anyway. out
0: Anyway, moving on from Dragonstone Unless someone's got something to say about Dragonstone I enjoyed we the Dragonfly Over yeah. I
1: enjoyed the Dragonfly Over yeah. yeah.
0: oh, oh, I enjoyed the location I actually oh, wanted to look up where it is But I didn't look up It's in Spain It's, it's the, beautiful, isn't it? It's in the Basque region They photograph they, they, it beautifully oh, oh, I'll, I'll be in Spain in It's in the Basque region,
1: I believe The beach was Anyway, we know when they showed the the cliffs with the multicolors I'm pretty sure that's It's the gorgeous So
0: moving on then I don't think we're going to talk about this too much But moving on to the Narrow Sea uh, Theon gets pulled out of the sea by survivors of the battle and they believe he's a coward because he ran away from danger. So what do you reckon about that? <laughs> I don't think there's
2: much to say. Uh,
1: but only thing I'll say is I think that, I mean, it seems obvious, I assume that Theon will eventually redeem himself by saving oh. Yara. That well, seems it, quite obvious. In it, some way he'll redeem himself. Well, I don't think wasn't. he's a completely irredeemable character. I think he saves Yara or gives his life. If for he, does something, it, that's if he doesn't do something noble like that for his sister... Then his storyline
0: has been pointless for seven years, nearly. Like yeah. the build up. There's certain things you have to do now because you've been building up for so long. Either his
1: sister, yeah. or possibly, really should be his sister. But I mean, possibly you could make the argument Bran. I think he would save his sister. No, but save I think his sister. His sister, sister was officer. taken
2: yeah. as a prisoner of war by Euron. She, she wasn't offered up to I mean, Cersei. Well, I wonder what kind of torture he's going to do to
0: her. I mean, are they going to give, do her like Theon treatment? And they're both like Euron Euro. might do something. I don't know what he's
2: going to do with it. I don't think Euron's that. Stupid. He is well, Euron's horrible. Statistical. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was just sadistic, wondering. I don't think we're going to see. I don't think he's
1: it again. sadistic. He's just different. I love him so much. He's
2: swashbuckling.
0: I love well, him sure. so much with his rock and roll pants. But we will talk and about his that eyeliner. Later. He's so great. Uh, <laughs> were you disappointed <laughs> that it wasn't Gendry picking up Theon, being because he's your family? Just <laughs> <laughs> just, just hop him in the trap in the. Bath. I need somebody <laughs> to row the last. Where is he? Where is he? I mean, I didn't know I was. I just. I thought they might actually run into each other. I actually well, thought that was genuinely a possibility. Not rolling, but maybe he like yeah. washes up somewhere and Gendry's, they run into Gendry. Gendry has biceps the size of the mountain's waistline. I, I
1: think when you do that, though, it becomes too small a world.
0: Yeah, I guess. When well, you have people he?
1: running, in. Oh, he, he has to make an appearance.
0: Well, he is. He's,
2: he's credited this
0: year, unless it's all right. Gendry's lie. not
1: washing he, up on
2: shore. He's got to be He's got to be hidden away somewhere because of the pace of the shore. Right, he's clearly not just he's be rolling anymore. <laughs> there
1: are shots of him... <laughs> Poor yeah, he's here.
2: thrown around the whole entire... Th- oh.
1: <laughs> there are shots of him using a warhammer. However, there is every chance that they fake some shots. Pugendri, yes. yeah, there's oh, every okay. chance they brought him into set, they fake some shots of him holding a warhammer and whatever, and they don't intend on using. We him. probably oh, shouldn't I get
0: just, too hyped about. it. He probably only has one scene. Just, say, oh, this just say, oh, this is where he is. Just so you kind of know, I wouldn't but he's be not a major player anymore. If, if, if there's
1: a battle later and on, he just makes shows up. appearance and he shows up. Uh, Hot pie. But,
0: yeah, yeah. Just so, and I think it's nice that we know where he is when you last saw him rolling.
2: Give us some, give us an ending to it at least. I had that theory last week. They come back to forge weapons for. For John,
1: yeah, maybe he's going to be and forging dragonclaw.
2: Yeah, yeah, he
0: has a good relationship with Arya too, so they could run into each other.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe he will shop at Winterfell.
0: Who knows? But we'll see. Him. We'll see. Him. Four more episodes. He's going to be there. Uh, so we're we moving on from that. Pretty much, I think we can. That well, was let's, very quick. Let's move on to Winterfell, where uh, Littlefinger begins to make Sansa listen again. But Bran comes at the worst possible time and snaps her out of it. However, is it Bran or is it Mister Spock? So and, let's talk about it. I thought that was a funny joke. Did, did, was
1: <laughs> she snapped out of it? Well, it looked like she was Bran, listening finally. When Bran it. arrives, she says, oh, you're the true heir. Well, you're the down. true lord of Winterfell. So she's already trying to get rid of John.
0: We saw the real Sansa. The, the Sansa we know before that war came up, we have saw it this episode. He actually came down. I was wondering, like, is she the little Cersei in the waitings? Like, does she want to be – does she want power? Or is she just – you know, it doesn't want that responsibility because the minute she saw Bran, I was wondering what's going to happen. She hugged him. I got a little bit emotional, actually. I was just about mm. to ask you that. I got, I got emotional. I'll, I'll i unlike, be unlike John and Santa hugging, I didn't feel anything, but I felt it this when, time when
1: she was standing in front of. I was going to ask you that because uh, when she was standing in front of Bran when she sees him, she's standing in front of. Oh. I must admit, I got a little. No, would not, I'm not crying or anything, but I, got I did get a little emotional. You get a bit misty. Like oh, I can't believe the starts because they play the music. The start. Yeah, the start. And, and I did. I was like, and you're right, I didn't with John because I knew John was going to survive and I knew that they were going to so, see each other. So the
0: thing though. is, John and Sansa never liked each other growing up. I'm not John because John's a nice guy, he likes anyone. But Sansa was like her mother and she saw him as a bastard and not really, so she never really hung out with him. He was a bastard. She loves Bran and she loved Rob and I she wasn't the messenger. It's not even
1: or, that though. It's I, the fact that everyone has always assumed that people who know about the theories, everyone assumed John was Targaryen. So we knew deep down that they weren't really brother and sister. Oh yeah, we all thought so. The him, emotional yeah. reunion didn't mean as much because we all assumed that they weren't brother and sister. But it meant Whereas something these year. two really are brother and sister. and You see how much they've gone through, and John's been through so much too. But I suppose Bran—I mean, Bran can't walk, and we see what he's been through, and we see what Sansa's been through. And looks like I said, actually, they do have that brother sister bond, which obviously she and John don't have.
2: Bran can't walk. Bran can barely talk. Sounds like well, he's thats <coughs> like he wasn't Mister. Spock last year yeah. at the end
1: <laughs> when he was under the, under the tree. Telling, oh, your wedding day, you were be, I mean,
0: what am I? <laughs> well, I like that, though. I like that scene, though, because yeah. I liked how you just saw the Sansa think, wall come down. I think and I just liked, to hit her on
2: an emotion. I used way. to love
0: Sansa, but she's annoyed me the last few years. But it's sort of, it looks like now that it could have been sort of, it's like a protection. The yeah. poor girl's been through so much. It was like a, a wall she put up, not to get close to people, but it came down. He, he mentioned the wedding night, and you saw the the young girl who got abused not, yeah, the colour want to be, and she ended up walking off. And I like that. I thought now we can understand that Sansa's been a hurt person. She's not because I like. I don't want Sansa to be Mini Cersei. I wanted to be Sansa Stark, my relative, my blood. You know, I like. I like that scene a lot. Even though Bran kind of annoyed me a bit, but I guess I wonder if that's the actor though. Maybe he's just not the strongest actor in the world. <laughs> so, but.
1: You talk about this with a lot of TV shows. It is a. It's hard when you cast, you cast, them cast them someone. Babies. You cast yeah, them when they're five or whatever, and you're basically hoping that they turn out to be great actors. We've seen it in movies, right? What was the movie where they? Over oh, years, oh uh, boyhood. 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 Yeah, he You're, really, you're taking a risk because yeah. you don't know if he's going to turn out to be an amazing yeah, actor. Yeah, he didn't turn out. And he didn't turn out. And and it's the way it is. Bran was perfectly serviceable. just oh, he's the, fine. The, but the chat where he's, I'm the Three Eyed Raven, but the Three Eyed Raven's dead. But I'm the Three. And she's raven. like, Well, how does that mean? And he
2: doesn't explain it to her. He just <laughs> so, talks in riddles. Well, he's not really a Stark anymore, is he? Well, he's sort of clearly not. Attached himself <laughs> yeah. as Sansa. As Sansa wanted as to give it to him. Three Eyed Raven. That's just going to be attached to a weirwood tree. Well, that looks like it's going to be It's going to be hers
0: then, because he's not going to be the Lord of Winterfell. So it's going to be hers forever, unless she dies, Sansa. Because obviously Aya's is not going to do it, and Jon's not going to be a bloody Stark. Yeah. Mm. Last week, they already put the little... They they started to ignite the, uh, the, the, the bomb. I don't yeah, know. Because when he said, you know, you can never trust a Targaryen, you know, the Bannerman, one of the Bannermen, uh, of the Eerie, the Eerie guy, they just... The minute they find out he's a Targaryen, they're going to turn on him. Which I think...
1: No, he's still a Stark. He's still a Stark. As well, yeah. But
0: they... Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's interesting. I just feel like they were setting it up for... Like, I, I thought once he left Dragonstone, he's never going to come back to Winterfell as the King of the North again. Right. Uh, so, maybe Santa will end up being like the Queen of the North. Well, like, I think really? He, I think he we'll bends
2: be. the knee. So, that's another story. He might eventually bend the knee. Um. Anyway, he's going he to gonna marry we'll Danny. To, he's we'll going to gonna marry be, Danny anyway. He might not but have to what, bend the knee if what I she was a It's interesting at the end of this scene when yeah. Bran goes, I've got something to tell John. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you, you said last week that Littlefinger probably. He, well, he Littlefinger knows that, knows that John, that I think John knows. Snow is actually a target. Yeah, I didn't say it on the but podcast. We gotta be careful. So did, I didn't actually say it on the podcast.
0: I said, to, I said it to you after the pod. But yeah, I, I'm pretty confident that Littlefinger would know. Because he, mo- he, he sort of implied last year. Remember when he was talking to Sansa in the crypt under Winterfell? Oh. And she says, you know, Liana Stark got kidnapped and raped and all that. And he basically looked at her going, Do you think so? <laughs> you know, you he was like winking so. at her. He knows because Littlefinger knows everything. Yeah. But. I'm wondering why he doesn't say it now. So maybe he doesn't because wouldn't he tell Sansa straight away to try to take her to?
2: I don't know if he wants to tell Sansa. To rip I, think her away. He, I think he wants to sort of as, but as sort John, of, the men uh, sort of disband and like he's left with his own banner men. Eri, that can't trust Targaryens. I think that's when he could probably potentially break that I'll, news.
0: I feel Littlefinger's days are numbered, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. I think he's executed. I think he's not going to survive the season. I've been I saying don't. for a while, but I hope I'm wrong because wouldn't it be great if he had some sort of massive plan? We actually, I heard some people talking about it, how the ending of the show could be like Varys and Littlefinger sitting in the throne. It was a plan the whole time.
1: I've always wanted him to end up in, not See to end up finally in the Iron Throne. I've always wanted him to just be able to sit in the Iron Throne. For
0: one moment. Just
1: for one moment. And if he's killed then, I don't care. I just wanted him to have the opportunity to sit in the Iron Throne. I don't Iron think it's going to happen
0: though, is it? Yeah. yeah. Four years ago, like cut to like four years ago when the show's much younger, I always imagined that Littlefinger, there would be a moment. With Little Finger where there's a massive battle going on at King's Landing and everyone's dying and he knows he's not gonna ever sit in the throne mm-hmm. and he sat in the throne by himself while everyone's fighting outside and he sat there just breathing and that was a whole scene. Yeah. And I wanted that to be, but I don't think it's gonna happen. No. But I always imagined that. I don't know my how head. he makes it back to King's Landing. No, like I said, I don't think he's not I don't think he's getting out of Winterfell. No. But I hope I'm wrong. I would love if he's got some sort of massive twist that I can't see coming, because that's always more fun. But he usually <laughs> does. Well that's what I mean. So could because have they, have kind of, of, they have kind of they've kind of nuded him like lately. He's not as cool as he used to be, but I, I said last week's pod, There's something and Frank on wasn't here, there. Yeah, but I, I said last week's pod that I can understand him, maybe they want to play at the game that, you know, Varys and Littlefinger are always battling each other, yeah. but what separated them is that Varys has no penis and doesn't care about women or boys or men or anything. He doesn't care about love and affection, but Littlefinger is blinded by his love for Catelyn, and he's blinded by Sansa so much that that could be his weakness, yeah. while Varys rules with De- Danny? He maybe dies at the end though, but... So I can see that as being nice. But still, it just feels wrong that the kind of guy who's sort of the emperor of the show doesn't do more Mm. now. Like, it just seems like it's weird that he's just... Newton is a good word. He has been. Well, he's blinded by Sansa. And I'm okay with that, though. Storytelling, it makes sense. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't mind a nice twist.
1: I mean, the reality is he's hanging around Winterfell. There has to be a reason for it. And I know what you're saying. trying
0: in Sansa's ear, isn't
1: he? He is, yeah. And so there has to... More has to come
0: out. You didn't think that? It felt like... He was getting to her this episode just Oh, I agree Brand 100%. Oh, okay. Because,
1: like I said, as soon as Bran shows – before, she seemed to be getting on board. Like, she, she would argue with John, but she did say, you know, you're really good at this. You're not like Joffrey or you, You're born, you know, that you're mm-hmm. born. they look at you as a leader. And it looked like he was winning her over. But today, like I said, as soon as Bran showed up, that was out the door, and it was, you're the true Lord of Winterfell. So I, I do think he – maybe it is working a little bit. But maybe it's working a little bit. But like John says, she is. John says when he's in Dragonstone, he's just a Tyrion. You know, she's she she's a lot smarter than she was. You know, she's a lot a lot more aware. I can't remember the exact words. But she it, has but to when be he's with walking the Tyrion, around, eh? and that that she's learned a lot, and maybe she is playing Littlefinger.
0: We'll find out. There's one. I don't know if I'm overanalyzing. There's one thing I wanted to mention. I can't remember the lines, but when Littlefinger's talking to Sansa, he's mentioning about how you have to see everything at the same time and is, all this stuff like that. Which and is then the Brand,
2: same shows up.
0: Well, then Bran shows up and he basically says, I can see everything at the same time yeah. happening. Yeah. So there's obviously must be some sort of mirror that I didn't pick up. I don't understand. Do you understand why? But they clearly wrote it that way, mm. to mirror each other. But Bran so says it, that it, his visions are currently stilted and they're in pieces. But is it an example that maybe she has to use Bran for help? Like he can see everything? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, anything else anyone wants to say about uh, wherever we are? Winterfell? Nah,
1: Winterfell. No, uh, Santa did show good leadership. Yeah. Which is talking about uh, putting the leather on the armour, um, the bushels for supplies. Yeah. She, You can see she has become a... Uh, she's not a born leader. But well, yeah, obviously, learned, she wasn't, uh, she was well, she wasn't brought leader, up that she way. she has certainly adapted to the role. And I do, do think she showed that this episode.
0: Okay, so moving on to the Citadel... Uh, where Jora is cured and told to leave and Sam doesn't get kicked out but is punished and I wrote a nice note here saying to Tate, you must be very happy he's not kicked out because you uh, were dreading that last time. I week. was
2: dreading that he and Jora were gone um, from the Citadel at the start of the next episode because with the speed of the way things were moving that it made no sense to stay in the Citadel longer than it longer than before because I actually wanted the, the first treatment to fail mm-hmm. and that and the whole thing was him and Jora sort of getting to know each other very interpersonally, and the time to be spent in the Citadel. I thought that might be a partnership coming together. As soon as they actually said, well, he's only got one day left before he's um, exiled to old Valyria anyway, I was like, well, obviously the coup is going to work. But keeping Sam in the Citadel, I think being given the task of actually copying down those manuscripts, he's going to find out something quite important from that. I just feel that that's the reason why I didn't settle. he, he found out what he needed to find out to yeah. Dragonstone, Dragonstone, the dragon and then oh, dragon say so Dragon Dragonglass, yeah, yeah. Dragonglass, dragon still etc. etc. Cetera, et cetera. But I feel that there's probably gonna he's probably gonna come across something in those manuscripts that he's copying down that's going to be probably be be a big twist, something that we don't know. We all have this idea of the wall coming down, and I think we sort of have a a very good idea of the end game and how it's going to end. But I think this is, will be that. I'm sure there's more twists and turns. That big twist. And I reckon that, that it might have something to do with like the final episode where he discovers something very important. Don't know what it is yet.
0: Well, they obviously got more things for him to do at the Citadel or they they would have just kicked him out if it was over. So My
1: big disappointment, I, I enjoyed the Citadel scene. My big disappointment was I wanted to learn more about Grayscale.
0: I thought they were going to ask him what was in that cure. Like, was it crushed up dragonglass or what was well, it? Well, all he did
1: was basically cut it off and then treated the and skin. And you know, but what oh, was, was in that treatment? Learn. That's what but I was if hoping. If you read the books, you read about the the origin of grayscale. I'm sure you've read it, you know, it was to do with the curse. Of- Plus the Blu-rays have got great... But I was about. hoping to learn a bit more, maybe that Grayscale would have some role to play in the show. But it appears that he's been killed of Grayscale and we're done with the whole grayscale now. Oh uh, well, it might come to, it might play into the show he,
0: later on
2: though. Do you think? Does
0: maybe he get back
2: know. to Dragonstone while Jon Snow's still there. Uh why I, gonna, who? Jorah? Yeah, Jorah. Jorah oh, I think Jorah, Jorah will be there maybe next week or maybe an episode those, off and get there. Jon's actually got his sword. Yes. It belongs to... It's actually... Jordan's well, and Samwell really.
1: still has the Tali sword. Yeah. And nothing's been made of that. We but, saw his dad going to battle. That's a separate thing. But we ha- I assume he'd be doing some research into Valyrian still. Mm. He doesn't seem to have done that. Well, that's what we're going to get now, That's right? what we will but get. But he does but, have
2: his dad's Valyrian sword, and yeah. John has drawers.
1: Uh, but I was sword. hoping to, like I said, to maybe learn a bit more about Gra... I suppose I'm asking too much. Mm. The show can't really go into all this lore. No, and not, that goes into having
2: not enough episodes. episodes. Anymore, yeah.
1: uh, but they, they really... I mean, the... But don't worry. We he started curing him last week for five minutes. for healing, in last And it's resolved already.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Everything's, everything's, everything's fast-paced now.
1: Like, uh, really I mean, fast This fast is something that, that has been a plague. I mean, we would think of it as equivalent to, like, the Black Plague or something like that. People are exiled... They're like like lepers, they're yeah. exiled to Old Valyria, and Samwell has a has discovered the cure to it. And when hmm. they say, "How'd you cure it?" He said, "Well, I read the instructions." <laughs> well, I think,
2: yeah, I, but Jim Broadbent well, made... always was a cure. Is just that they not do it. Somebody yeah. previously did one stupid thing which killed him by not protecting himself. He says it, it doesn't always work. Him. I mean, maybe it doesn't always work, That's but maybe
1: thing. it does always work. But the other people never followed the well, directions. That direction. could yeah.
2: actually be. Because, I just thought because if, of what happened, did so they just downloaded.
1: Jora is exiled. Basically, Khaleesi says uh, Daenerys Khaleesi says, you have to go off and find a cure, blah, blah, blah. And it was so simple in the end. We didn't see any of his journey. He never really learned anything. Or we, we find him in the Citadel, and he's cured two episodes later. Well, it's moments like this where you
0: wish the show
2: didn't have the only 13 episodes.
1: This is something I think could have been expanded upon.
2: Absolutely. Or maybe they're playing for something bigger in the Citadel. It's yeah, no, another thing it, where we've
1: got... Four episodes left this season. I mean, and then he has to get back to to uh, to no. I'm talking no, about no, Samwell. I Sam. oh, okay. John. Well, maybe? Oh, at
0: one stage, but well, maybe he's I mean, mean then, I mean, I'm no. not interested
1: in the storyline whatsoever. But even the Gilly stuffs just I don't understand how there's any resolution to that before the end of the show. There's just so much going on, and the Citadel is a fascinating place. And you're probably right. He will see something in these um, manuscripts. Manuscript. That I think he, probably, that he deliberately yeah. gave him those manuscripts to copy down, but. Oh yeah, maybe he may, did specifically choose those manuscripts, but the show—we've we, said it a number of times—it really is really rushing now. So, moving on from Citadel, mm-hmm. uh, we'll go to King's
0: Landing. Uh, Euron presents Cersei with some gifts. Euron asks Jaime for some sex advice. <laughs> Cersei gives her Queen's justice to Elia Sand and her daughter. Cersei and Jamie get it on, and Mycroft Holmes visits Cersei, reminding her the Crown owns the bank a lot of money still, and Cersei promises to repay them in full. I wonder how. That might be later in the episode. So what do you think about everything at King's Landing? Uh, Tate. You just it was your favourite. You just yeah, said what's so. my favourite scene.
2: Cersei was on point. My God, she's here, great. Lena is here is a gift a from Heaven. That's so sweet. Whatever Euron. you believe in. Euron just she's just swash swashbuckling away in his pirating ways. <sighs> Confident so, on his course. Oh happy as Larry. Walking in. <laughs> when he actually oh, says, oh, man. I'm, I'm getting hard
1: now. <laughs> He's walking through the streets.
0: He's great. He's so great. My
1: big regret is we didn't see more of him.
0: Well, that's because, they're, yeah. They're I mean, there Just wasn't really
1: a role for him, but I would have loved to have seen another season of him.
2: Yeah. So we've got a s- three seasons of Ramsay, and we're only going to get probably one and a half seasons of Euron. Maybe only one. we um, will probably be there to the end now, or at least to the end of Cersei. Oh, yeah. But what was I going to say? But yeah, Euron giving up the um, sands. Elaria. That's what we all. As, has, yeah, that's what we all thought. and it made sense? As gifts. but it's, Cersei sort of just stole the whole entire frame and the costume her scene and her costume and that dungeon scene. Yeah, and was they're great. locked up with the daughters and Elaria. Do you it's think really we'll see Ilaria again? Yes. I
1: don't oh, know. I we'll think we will. See her
0: I do too. Because she's clearly not going to get killed now.
1: No, no, she has to sit and watch. I think she gets free. When, when
0: Cersei loses, inevitably, they're going to find her in the dungeons like looking all horrible but yeah. still alive. Because I know that the writers, like D&D, love her. The actress. Yeah. She's a good I actress. Know. I
1: mean, yeah, you know. it's off the topic. No, no. If you've ever watched Rome, she's in Rome. Mm, right? I've never seen Rome. You should watch it. I know. She's um, she's fantastic. I That's think she's fantastic. It's not her fault what happened with Dawn. Yeah. No, she has absolutely no responsibility. No. She I does the best with what she's given. I
0: actually think she's had a good year so far. Yeah. I think she, she was great in the dungeon scene. Yeah. I was actually really surprised, though, that the torture was so subtle. Because yeah. I really thought Cersei... Well, Cersei's not subtle. Look what she did to uh,
2: the, the bell woman. But she actually, <laughs> I, mean, like, she actually I thought we were going to see her in the dungeon. She actually just explained really- like, how she was going to seek revenge on him by laying awake at night thinking about what's the best way to get back at you. Used to do the same no, thing, probably. but I just thought she would love to
0: twist. I mean, yeah. I'm happy with this. I just thought it would be more and extreme. She's ro- and she's rocking hot pink lipstick. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Everyone said it, you could tell, but I, I didn't think about it until they kissed him.
1: I went, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. it's just that." She used the same method of poison. Well, yeah, she? well yeah. worked a lot quicker on Marcella than it's than it's gonna. Well, work they bigger. said
0: it's always different, so that's how the writers yeah, got around it. it. It's
1: a bit silly though. I mean, she's gonna she's
0: gonna die. I'm I'm assuming the young sand snake. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, she's the one
1: that Bron was keen on. Yeah.
0: Oh, she's, she's so pretty. She's the pretty one. Yeah, she's. Oh, they're all pretty, but she's pretty yeah, she- The other one's a Star Wars pilot in Force Awakens. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: The female pilot. And then the other one is obviously yeah. the New okay, Zealand girl. Yeah.
1: Of a uh, Wild Rider? Yeah.
0: Yeah. She got an, I don't know if she got an Oscar nomination, but she definitely got a Golden Globe nomination, yeah. didn't she? But anyway, oh, yeah, I loved everything with Cersei. Oh, my God. She's great. Uh,
1: and then the Jamie scene, and then someone came to the door, and well, she you- was quite open about it.
0: Well, she's the queen now. It doesn't matter. This is this, you see, like, Jamie, at the end of last year, we had, and I want to get deeper into this later when we talk about the last part of the episode, but Jamie, um, you know, last year he walks back into King's Landing, he looks at Cersei, he looks like, now that relationship's done. Uh But she shows a bit of affection to him. And we see it in this episode. He's like, no, don't. When she comes in to kiss him. And he falls for her in a heartbeat. He's under a spell. And like, later on, we'll see Diana Riggs says the same thing to him.
1: He gave it up pretty easily.
0: Yeah, because he's in love with her. Jamie is a good guy. I think overall, Jamie is a good guy deep down inside. But his sister controls him oh. in a way. And she loves her
1: so much, he's blinded by it. He just does and horrible we'll, things. We'll get to her. Elena says it. She's a disease. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and she, you see uh, it in this episode with him. Uh, he loves her more than she loves him. Well, that's why I always
0: wonder now. Like, I'm wondering right now because she, I remember her teaching Sansa, so, you know, use sex, yeah. basically. And I'm wondering are. does she really care about Jamie right now? Maybe she did once. But she's, or, you know, she, her son died, and she's so cold now that I wonder if she really cares about Jamie, or she knows that I have to get it on with him right now just to make sure he does the right thing. Because she said, yeah. she
1: said, you know, you haven't spoken to me since our son died. Yeah, and see what
0: I mean? She, I reckon she's using him. Yeah. I don't think she cares about him Which anymore. Gets back to, to maybe, the same level. Maybe
1: if he finds out, that's why he kills her.
0: Though I wanted to mention in the dungeon scene, Lena Headey, God's gift to the world. That moment when she starts talking about her daughter, you can see the, you can see <laughs> the, you saw it break down. You could actually see a broken mother. Yeah. And she hasn't shown
2: that at all this year because oh. she's been so cold. But, but she also, you actually saw but she her, also didn't you? did it when they she's actually handed actress. the Sand Snakes up and she's just that look on her face of excitement and menacing. She's fantastically she's like, oh, in the oh, this is, this is all my yeah. birthdays coming together at once. Oh, yeah. but I've got to keep a straight face. Yeah,
0: no, she's fantastic. one kind of people. But Absolutely. Just, but you see her vulnerability to Cersei. We haven't seen ages in
1: that scene. And Kyburn was there, obviously.
0: Oh, I'll mention that later. I wanted to mention about... Cersei a little bit more, but we'll wait till we get to Castle Rock stuff. Do you have anything else specifically about King's Landing
2: before we move on to the end of the episode? That Cersei was absolutely brilliant,
1: <laughs> and Neuron's was... oh,
0: just
2: he's just great fun. Well, he's
0: he's a breath of fresh air after Ramsay was a villain for so long. Because I know everyone loves Ramsay. I didn't hate Ramsay, but he got annoying by the end. And Ramsay I... had a different sort of humour,
1: like the famous dinner table scene. That was great though. It was no, it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it was that sort of awkward humour. Whereas it's, this is, it's a different, it's a completely different sort of humour now. With with Euron, they are. Uh, well, I do enjoy him.
0: We, we we talked about it last week with Chris. Uh, we compared him basically. Or I compared him, but he agreed. And you, I don't know if you agree, but I compared him to like Cesar Romero's Joker, like where the other guys okay. are so, so. He's just such a party animal. He looks yeah. like he wants to rock out with the eyeliner, the leather pants. He's a murderer, and he's. But he's and he's insane. But he's also just so much damn fun. Yeah. He's he's campy. He's,
1: he's there's camp. a bit of camp about oh, him. Oh, there is.
0: And I think the show needed some camp. Yeah, you don't want to be too serious. Like, yeah, have, keep, treat your character seriously, but have mm. fun. Because I thought Ramsay got a bit too morbid and twisted, and mm. it was my my biggest.
2: I just think he's he's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I love him. My biggest question is uh, what is he going to do with um, Yara? Because well, Yara well, yeah, was yeah, not offered know. up to Cersei. Yeah, that's his, But then Cersei it? really didn't need Yara for anything. She doesn't care about Yara, does It wasn't, she? wasn't no, really hers was to, to have. Euron, but... But Euron's got her as a prisoner of war. Well, that's why I was wondering
0: how far does he, does he... I don't know what he does. I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, does he hold Yara solely in the hope of attracting Theon? Does he care about Theon? Does we he care about Yara or Theon? I'm sure he really. does. It's a personal pride issue, but that's about it. We'll probably find out soon, won't we? We will. And that'll be resolved. Why would he hold yeah. her to attract Theon when escaped in the first place? Maybe he thinks Theon will...
0: Come back. Come back. Who knows? But he's, probably, he's so twisted, he probably enjoys a little bit of fun. <laughs> yeah. Some dark fun. So we'll find out, I guess. We know
1: familial bonds don't mean much to him. When he's talking to Jamie and he says how great it was that Jamie broke through the walls and, and killed some of his family members because it was yeah. getting too crowded. <laughs> <laughs> he's,
0: he's so cool. Uh, so, anyway, moving on to Castle Rock and High Garden mm-hmm. uh, Tyrion believes he's outsmarted Cersei by sneaking into Castle Rock, but it's a trap. Meanwhile, the Lannister army, led by Jamie and the Tyrells' previous bannermen, uh, capture High Garden and end the Tyrell family once and for all, Tate. Yes. So, what do you think about this? Now we can talk about it all because this is easily the most juicy
2: part of the whole episode, nearly, hmm. to talk about. It's, Tyrion's got his little whore hole in Castle Rock. actually <laughs> a <And laughs> little bed? And the they little bed. Yeah, great. as they come through the holes, it's got this little bed up there, this was, which is kind of interesting, but. I just liked how Tyrion was narrating over the top of the Battle of Castle Rock, mm. like how they're going to penetrate. I out. like how confident and how he was too. Then yeah. the backhand
0: he, when, when a character that we know Tyrion is for yeah. six years, seven years, we've known Tyrion to be very competent, and he's always awesome with his plans. And he's look, confident. Look, look at Look at Blackwater. I mean,
2: he's yeah. a legend. He goes, but, "We we could have taken, we nearly took Blackwater without any dragons, but you didn't." Yeah, but <laughs> so
0: when you actually hear him voicing over with that confidence, you think, "Well, they won the battle here." So that's why the backhand from Cersei is out of nowhere in a good way. That's so why mm. it's
1: so
2: exciting. It was because it was a shock. I thought they won the battle, it was gonna be easy. Was, at the moment
1: he's proven to be quite incompetent. Well, that's what ex- we we'll That's about. I, like, I said at
2: the start of episode one that before Cersei falls, she's gonna take down as many people as she can. Right. And she seems to be doing it quite well, competently. See, Tyrion normally
0: knows everything, or he has good knowledge of everything, but he doesn't know one thing that Cersei had, and I didn't even think about it until the twist happened here. Cersei knows because her father told her that Castly Rock is pointless like it's got no gold there's mm-hmm. nothing there and she has no family ties to Castly Rock really mm-hmm. she doesn't give a crap rat's ass about Castly Rock but Tyrion thinks it's still the centre of the Lannisters he still thought there was gold there and all that so she doesn't care he didn't know that that's one thing that Tyrion mm-hmm. didn't know because you want, if, if Tyrion knew that Castly Rock was sort of empty and not really worth anything anymore maybe he wouldn't have had the same plan anymore because he would know it wouldn't be the centre of her world mm-hmm. Cersei because she doesn't care. High Garden's hers now.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I think is so yeah. interesting because when she said, I'm going to pay the bank back, back I was like, how fall. the hell? Well,
2: obviously, you're going to have to take out.
0: Well, she, you can see in there, like, taking books Well, it wasn't all just the, like, that. It's that
2: the reins of, of Castamere starts playing as soon as yeah, Jamie's went, walking up the steps into. She's becoming a legendary Lannister. Media. Oh, I want to I talk know. about that. that tracking shot behind Jamie as he walks through, which is mm.
0: beautiful. I don't know where they shot that, too, but it looked like. That was just beautiful. Some of the work in this show High
2: Garden. is movie probably quality. think it was like. It's a gorgeous shot though Quite when he's walking through the candy, Island The camera Scotland. pans with him. Oh. Yeah. It's
1: wonderful to see High Garden, though.
2: Yeah, I mean if
0: the show had a bigger budget years ago. We probably would have seen all these things already. Mm. I mean he mentions here how uh, oh, that is it. Now I remember. But they said there was two season one references. Yeah, oh, or not season one because this isn't season one though. Oh no, right, this season one. When Rob captures Jamie, season one, isn't it? Yeah, because Rob. Yeah, because no, he mentions the he, Rob yeah. thing where they basically put a decoy out yeah. to sacrifice all those men and then they capture Jamie. That's season two, isn't it? Oh, season two. Two. oh no, season two, sorry. Yeah, oh, oh, so that's what I was wondering. So There's a callback to earlier times. So I thought times. He meant like Robert Baratheon. No, no, no. Oh, Yeah, Robert and oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Rob
1: Baratheon. Uh, it's Robert, uh, Rob yeah. Stars. It's yeah, season two. Wait, yeah. because he does it to Jamie and then Tywin really berates mm-hmm. him for it. And
0: Jamie does it this time. This time by. Where he sacrifices a few men like that and then it comes around to somewhere else. Like, yeah, so that was another callback to earlier times. Yeah. I was wondering season one or two, but yeah, Rob doesn't start his rebellion until Ned's dead anyway. Well now they got the so, gold yeah.
2: of the golden riches of Highgarden.
0: Oh, they got power off the bank. Oh, also, Jamie said something really interesting here. Uh Diana Rick says Cersei's crazy, Wow, la la la. And he says, you know, all revolutionary kings and queens, he doesn't say it like this, but he basically says all revolutionary king or queens do horrible things to get into power. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, Cersei's no different than everyone else. She's doing some horrible things now, but she's actually a really good queen right now. She's consolidating power and she's paid off their debts finally, at the crown. Yeah. And, and, they're, now winning, and go, they're winning battles. And I think, yeah, so I, at the end of the day, Cersei's kind of an awesome queen. But I actually wrote another note here and I wanted to ask this question to you guys. Cersei has always been known, well, to me, when I look at her, I always saw her as a character that thought she was smarter than she is. Mm-hmm. Like she would always think she's really smart, but she wasn't that smart. Which was true. But now she's just tactical genius yeah. and I'm wondering, bad writing or did she actually learn, and this is just a
2: growth? Because I haven't. I just. I don't know. Is it bad writing? Is it just it's like them? I don't think it's bad writing. I think that's because there's nobody now standing in her way. But she's doing smart moves, and that's not yeah. Cersei. Because yeah. when I, when Cersei got into power last yeah. year, I thought she was stuffed because she's an idiot. She's, she's a crazy always
1: person. Utterly incompetent. Yeah, and now she's. And now awesome. Tyrion's the incompetent one. He's lost... He's lost... Well, he hasn't lost Dawn, but he's lost the leaders of Dawn. Yeah, they're right. cut off the so, head of the snake. Yeah. So, so. He's lost the leaders of Dawn. so there's no guarantee the Dawn shall fight for him. He's obviously lost House Tyrell. But he's and,
2: completely and, underestimated yeah. Euron. Well, they didn't even... Did they? I did they, know they know he he knew,
1: really knew about Euron's existence. All they knew, they knew a knew mean, little bit from Yara. Right? Feon, yeah. But they didn't... They weren't there when... Oh, actually, were they there when... Yeah, I think they might may well, they have been, there, been there when Theon when Yara, when Um Euron said make give me a thousand ships. Yeah, they, they were there. I'll give you the world. They were there because she goes and sees Daenerys and she says, "Oh, he wants to he wants to give you his cock." Big conch, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember exactly, but he wants to give you his cock. So she must have been there when he said that. So no, no,
0: she wasn't there. She just stole the ships, and he said it after. But they must have assumed <laughs> he was always coming. Yeah, because remember they just stole the ships.
1: Yeah. And I thought they stole the ships after the speech, though.
0: No, he said it, and then he looks. At, he's looking at the cliff of them sailing yeah. away, and he says, you give me a 1,000 ships, and I'll give you the world. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You're right about so – I do think there's an element of bad writing. And well, that's trying, what I was thinking. Like, they're, they're just making this, it awesome. They're making it, building her up and up and up to be this almost invincible villain now. Not invincible, but very strong adversary. Because on the face of it last season, I think at the end of last season – She was insane. We all looked at it. And that was better, and actually, we said, to be honest. We all looked at it, and we said – there is no way Cersei can stand up to Daenerys. She's yeah. going to have Tyrells, uh, the Dornish, possibly the North, three dragons, the Dothraki, the Amsali. Um, she had nothing. Nully, she right? had, had no money <laughs> right? and she had no army. She had no money, no army, and everyone hated it. Yeah. Right? And she'd just blown up the Sept of Baelor. Look at this. Right? And now we've gone to this situation where she's taken out the Dornish, she's taken out the Tyrells. Uh, She's pretty much taken out that fleet they had. And that's why I said it's a bad writing because who's her hand? Her
0: hand is Kyburn. So Kyburn's not telling her tactical information. So, like.
1: Who big innovation was that silly crossbow last well, week? Well that's what I
0: thought was stupid as well. <laughs> like you heat it down there like it's some big deal I can make a big crossbow. <laughs> I mean if that
1: okay. if that and inevitably, <laughs> and it will kill a dragon. inevitably it will kill a dragon yeah, without a doubt. And all it did was manage to penetrate a centuries old skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, like a rotted centuries old skull of a dragon. It's not moving. It's, it's, moving. it's not moving. <laughs> it's not and yet that's gonna take out a dragon. So I do think there is an element of bad writing. I, I do stick up for them. People, there are a lot of people out there who say since they've lost George R. R. Martin, well, that's what I think, and you, you do. The writing has really fallen in the hole. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think. But it's bad. then you look at it's things not like as this: good if that crossbow takes out a dragon, and if, like you said, Cersei's turned out to be this were the adversary. It would be better she if she had
0: someone as her hand that was just telling you what to do. That would be more reasonable. I mean, it
1: would be more reasonable if it came out that Tyrion was actually working with Jamie to sabotage at great. the moment because <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the moment, it's just Susie's making all these winning moves all over the map. In, and know, we know that inevitably she's going to lose. We assume. No, we assume. Yeah, Odds are she inevitably is going to lose.
0: And this is the Empire Strikes Back <laughs> moment. They're building up for the, all the good guys to be in the worst possible a, position. There's a
1: fundamental difference. The Empire was super powerful. Yeah, and in Cersei this situation, either, yeah, what... Daenerys is supposed to be the, the super powerful everything. Empire, but she's losing everything. Mm. Susie's going to have Bravos. She managed to get there. I do think they're building her up to be too strong, so it comes across as, oh, wow, look at the underdog Daenerys, even though in no way is she an underdog.
0: See, I really like Cersei. Like in this episode, I like these moves because I was, it was unexpected. But it does feel like they're not; she's not quite the same character anymore, and that's the that's my thing. The only you thing know, I, I like
1: it. Maybe it's a way of introducing going back to Mad Danny. Maybe Danny just loses it, hops on a dragon, and burns down everything around. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. Tyrion failed her twice now. When does she stop listening to Tyrion? Yeah. And to be honest, at first I was like, Tate mentioned it. I thought, I don't know if I want that. But that might be some. That's a way to throw a spatter in this narrative. Like that is pretty cool, actually, when you think about it. Everyone loves Danny. Who expect Danny to go insane? Yeah, I would love Danny to go insane. That, the season ends with the dragon like eating Cersei, and then she's the mad queen. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's the only way I could, they're building up that Danny sort of says, oh, "I'm facing these extreme odds. I'm going to take measures into my own hands, hop on a dragon." It's not far to King's Landing. Uh, I would, I, I would like to
0: running? see her snap, to be honest. Now, <laughs> even though originally I wanted or to, because I wanted her and Jon Snow to get married and fulfill the prophecy together, but now I don't. I still want that more, to be honest, because I think that actually makes narrative sense what you're building up to. But I do like the idea of her snapping. I
1: like any idea if it's good, to be honest. I've always been big on the show making narrative sense. That's why I was always against Tyrion being a Lannister. Yeah, because it's not as interesting. It completely robs the earlier seasons of his father's relationship. It completely destroys that that moment because they've always said the show is a whole. It's not seven, eight seasons. It's going to be one whole Mm. work. And so that means that end of season that season, season four, four finale, yeah. is as important in season seven as it was at season four. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't think he's, that's he's not a Lannister. However, yeah. who? he's not. He means he's not a he to yeah, Targaryen. Targaryen. Uh, not a Targaryen. Um, however, uh, well, I can't even remember what point I was making. Because <laughs> However, uh, he, he will man. ride a dragon Yeah, I think he will ride a dragon oh, No, I don't think he will no,
0: yeah, I don't know if he will either but I'm just saying, I thought that might be what you're saying No, no,
1: no. Oh, I do not know what I was saying so.
0: okay. Going back to the actual part here I love the fact that uh, Lady Tyrell got the last laugh So she died, but I love the fact that she got the last <laughs> well, laugh Well, she actually got like she really, she, You tell Cersei that I killed actually, your son And yeah. she actually that got a great. really
2: good death as well Yeah. She actually got a clean death That shows you once again that Jaime is not yeah. there
0: is good so much good in Jamie because he he clearly told Cersei, you know I don't torture her yeah and he gave her a nice clean death and I just think that shows you yeah you know, he's not the I don't think he would push a boy out the window anymore for her mm. maybe not actually I don't know though,
1: because you never know he sees her he, naked and he has a bit of he threatened time. to th- he threatened to catapult a baby yeah I, I' didn't believe run. him though I
0: thought he was just posturing you know? there. well that's the I thing about Jamie's so interesting is can he
1: we don't know he, I mean he and Brienne have to meet again too.
0: Oh, I hope he. I hope so. With torment, I love torment. <laughs> he might be the third wheel now. Like, oh, what the hell?
2: Love triangle.
0: Mm. Um, no, no, lady, or, she's no, great. She actually, she got, went out like she lived. Yeah, an amazing oh, she character.
1: Fantastic. Made the, not made the episode because it was a great episode anyway. But that ending. She's, I mean, obviously it's sad to see her go, but it's oh, going to happen. It anyway. has to happen one day. Yeah, it got, had to happen. She in got the, the best happened.
2: death out of any mm-hmm. of Cersei's enemies. Yeah. Yeah. No, because she got the upper hand. She, she kind of won. Yeah. She lost because she's nine years
0: old. Her family's stuffed. She knew it was over she she anyway, but battle. she got the backhand at the end. saying you tell her that. But she always knew it was over. <laughs> I I with no more no <laughs> <Cut of the laughs> yeah, yeah, Basically,
1: She said, um, she said oh, earlier it, how... Uh, bond she said earlier in the season how everyone else was there for, for yeah, whatever she, reason, it, but she was purely there for revenge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, I mean, it's a shame she couldn't see the revenge, though. Yeah, she doesn't see the revenge, but...
0: It made sense for her to die now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and she's fantastic, and we'll miss her. I'll miss her the most, Grandmama for the for the I r- say Grandma Tyrone. I think that's nearly yeah. it, unless Grandmama. someone has something else they want to say about any part of the episode. Because I don't know, like, you have anything you didn't really. say, Tay or
2: Frank? Really strong episode. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think um, Brown's going to get the chance to tell John what well, he, he needs to tell John before why not? before the news is broken by somebody else. <laughs> well, why? If Littlefinger knows, oh, actually, it's my idea that Littlefinger knows because. I think... Is there...
0: What reason would Littlefinger have to not tell Santa already? Because that would seriously... I don't know. How would Sansa react Santa to that? doesn't believe it. Well, that could be true, too. Yeah. How can you believe Littlefinger? Yeah. She knows he's a bullshit
2: artist. Yeah. That's actually true. But she would be, believe that. Until Bran. she goes to Bran and yeah. Bran goes... And she goes, Bran, you can see stuff.
1: Littlefinger has no way of knowing that Bran knows, though. Not no, yet. he has no way. No. That's what I'm saying. So he's not saving it because hoping that yeah. Bran will be the one to tell. Well, him. Bran's
2: going to tell...
0: Well, Bran clearly knows that if he sees everything that's ever happened and ever will happen. And then he clearly knows he's going to have a chance to tell John. Yeah. And he's waiting at mm-hmm. Winterfell for John, so John's coming back to Winterfell. Then. Oh,
1: but that's a given. We know
0: John. Oh, I, for a while I thought he might not come. maybe I said a He might not come back as the leader again, but I was wrong because he's going to wait. But in no run. way
2: is that going to be a big reveal plot. Well, it's, it's not a reveal because we know the audience, yeah. but it's going to be a reveal for John. Mm.
1: The big, the big—not a twist, different. but the big yeah. issue is how he handles it.
2: There's the going to be there's going to be a massive twist at the end of the season. Put it on a cliffhanger. And make us don't wait, hype it up so. too much,
0: because then if there's not one, you'll be disappointed. No, but there will be. no there's gonna have to be. There hopefully, it makes really, sense. They're, so they're gonna stuff us.
2: with us because sometimes, us wait,
0: when shows get deeper in or movies get deeper into their thing, they start doing twists because they want to shock you, and then it stuffs. It starts wrecking everything. So you gotta. Well, hopefully, well, they just need to do it once. Don't shock me for the sake of shock. And I, oh, I wrote a note here as well that last week. I said we won't see Aya again for a while, and we didn't see Aya. Oh,
1: I think we'll see you next week. You think she's going back to Winterfell? I think she's oh, no, Absolutely no doubt. Okay. Sure. I'm and with Winterfell, and I, I expect that I expect you'll see Nymeria again too.
2: Yeah, I mean, they'll catch up. Maybe him, not like, this no. season.
1: I don't think you bring Nymeria in. Oh, it's like, I Nymeria in. it's
0: like circling around, saying goodbye to like hot pie. Well, away. that's what
1: we've talked about before about circling stuff and resolving stuff. Well,
0: that's what it, it could some be. Some people think
1: the Game of Thrones shouldn't resolve stuff, but I do think they like resolving. But
0: stuff. mean, I think there's some things that you have to resolve,
1: and I don't think you bring Nymeria back for that. I mean, some could argue that was the resolution. I don't think that, well,
0: that was. Well, that was – I mean, you could interpret it in a lot of ways. And see, one of the ways you could interpret it is when she says, you know, that's not you, to Nymeria. Yeah. She's so. basically saying, you're a wild animal. You don't belong as my pet. And the same way she's saying, I'm not a Stark, I'm a wild animal. No, but
1: it's but a conflict the first that's season. What, that's the what the I mean. Problem. When she but said it to it
0: her mean, father, that's not it me. I mean, I mean, that's what it is. Being is. No, star. Benioff actually
1: said it. That's, that is yeah, but
0: what that's what we mentioned last week. So she's basically, I think, implying that she's – that's why I thought that maybe, she, I don't know, though, but maybe that meant that she's not going to go back to Winterfell anymore because she, that's not where she belongs anymore. No. She's not Arya Stark.
1: I don't think it's that. I think it's but more that she mean. says that that's not you, I as th- in you're not someone to follow me around. That's not you. But don't you think it means animal. deeper for her? I, I do think it means <laughs> deeper, but you can also... And, and uh, further to that, like, the wolf leaving her is the same as her leaving the Starks. Well, her that's why I Yeah, that's so you're, I you're th- probably... You're, probably Zelda. I still do think she goes to Winterfell. Oh, well, probably. It's
2: just going to be... I just thought that be interesting they, when she actually has to be a reunion. meets be a up reunion. with oh, yeah, Bran yeah. and Bran knows about her past as well. Oh, he knows he everything. Knows. And he, he knows the ending about. of the show.
1: He's a three eyed dragon. He can't explain it, but he's a three eyed dragon.
2: We can't explain it yet because it's still a jigsaw puzzle to him. Uh, it would be interesting if we see any more from Mira. Once he figures it out, then that's when we'll know exactly probably what's going engineer. on. That's Mirror. why Bran's so, Mirror. That's why Hi, so important to this yeah. show. Role. Well, she'll be around, but she probably hasn't got a role. But she has any play. role. Her
1: father has a role. I, I remember there
0: was there was rumours that she was going to be like Jon Snow's sister. Yeah, because they cast, which him I'm not against John that. Um, I'm not against that. But so she might have a role to play. She and could, the other
1: one is Samwell's dad.
0: Yeah, well, he's going to be running around. I'm sure he's going to run into Sam again at one stage because, because we saw him. Yeah, we saw him as one of the leaders of the newly formed uh, Lannister army with the previous Tyrell Bannermen marching on the Tyrells. But
1: they didn't make a thing of breaking oaths today. We saw with Daenerys saying to John, are you an oath-breaker? Mm-hmm. And we saw by him, by Tally being with the Lannisters, he was breaking an oath, which he talked about last week. Yeah, we actually was... saw it confirmed when he said, oh, I'm going to go away to think about it. We actually saw that confirmed. So I- I'm sure we'll see more of him.
0: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So I guess that's it for the episode. Overall, I thought it was the best episode so far this year. Yeah, so do I. Um, not perfect because like, I've, we've already talked about all my complaints. Like I said already a few weeks, a few episodes ago, but I don't think the show will ever get back to it's like season, season three, three, season four, even season yeah. one. It's fantastic. I mean, season two is a little bit of a drop off compared to the other ones, in my opinion. But one, that first four seasons are fantastic, and I don't know if we're ever going to get there again. Mm-hmm. But I still like where we're going. It's still a fantastic show. It hasn't jumped the shark. No, and I'm on board for next week, and we're going to be halfway through already. So, oh crap. Yep. So that's it for this. Frank, got something to now know what I was talking about. Okay. Well,
1: we will talking about narratives about Tyrion. What my point was is that people talk about the show has to make narrative sense. Mm-hmm. But the books have always been about breaking conventions, so there's every chance that in the end the show won't make narrative sense.
0: I remember George Arman talking about the Rob Rebellion there, yeah. uh, Robert Stark. Yeah. He said that normally in a narrative, in a story, the father dies yeah. and the son picks up the fight, Mm -hmm. and then he fights the war to the end. He's the hero of the story. But in Game of Thrones, he gets backstabbed out of nowhere halfway through the war at the Red Wedding. And that's how he spins the narrative around. And you know he's going to do it again.
1: Because that's what I was saying about the Tyrion stuff makes narrative sense if he's not a – like if he stays as a Lannister. But I don't think overall the show has to make narrative sense. I mean, maybe Cersei doesn't. I mean, I don't think she ends up winning. But we genuinely do not know. What's going to
0: happen. That's what's so exciting. You Unless have all these look theories. The yeah, well, I'm not going to look up No, Spain, I'm,
1: like. I'm staying strong.
0: So anyway, that's it. Anyone else? No more points? I'm going to say right. goodbye. So before we leave, I'm going to say, Tate, why don't you tell people where they can find you if they want to
2: talk about wine? Wow, they'll find me in Spain in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs> Ooh. Yep, going to Dawn. Going to Dragonstone. Going to
1: Dragonstone. Drinking some of the finest Dornish yeah. wine? And go none be- of that Dorn-
2: Dornish horse piece. Um <laughs> No, I'd be drinking the finest Dornish wines, so yeah. probably some Grenache and stuff. Um, <laughs> and what about your website? That's what I was asking <laughs> you. What about my website? <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell them about your website? Yeah, sure. Why not? Head over to Facebook, type in the SA Wine Guy, look at a snooty looking uh, dress man's Sticking his nose into a glass of white wine—that's me. Um, kind of look like Samuel Tully, fat and round and lovable and squishy. Um, if not, then head over to the actual website, the s a we'll wine guy dot dot com, and wine needs some reviews. Actually, I haven't put up a review for a while, but. Um, Oh, probably won't be doing that for quite some time because I'm too busy and I'll be overseas drinking wine. And then reviewing him later. And hopefully
1: watching Game of Thrones while I'm over there.
2: Oh, don't worry. I'll find a way of watching Game of Thrones. It'll be the last episode of the season that I'll miss out on.
1: Who books a trip where they're going to Game of Thrones? That's why yeah. I'm so cheap. Shameful. And you, Frank? You want to plug anything? Uh, nah, nothing to plug. Uh, pretty boring. But uh, I may come back when takes away. Yeah. And
0: you can find me and this podcast at MovieMingler.com or on Facebook. You just type in MovieMingler or on Twitter at MovieMingler. We're on iTunes as well. Just go to the iTunes website, type in MovieMingler. You can find it, scroll down, rate and subscribe. Or you can go to MovieMingler.com and when you click on one of the podcast posts and you scroll to the bottom, you can find a link that takes you straight to iTunes where you can rate and subscribe or you can just press play at the website which is very easy. Or you can, there's a little link underneath the play thing that says download podcast. You can right click there and save it onto your iPod MP3 player. And it's really fun. You can also email me if you want at nickdescalzi at gmail.com. That's N-I-C-K-D-E-S-C-A-L-Z-I at gmail.com. And we will be back next week with a review of Game of Thrones Season 7, Episode 4, which is what, Tate
2: Boyland? The Spoils of War. What do
0: you think, that means, what's your quick interpretation of the spoils of war, people? Well, money,
2: money, and paying back the Iron Bank. That's it, yeah. And yeah. by doing that, they'll probably, the Lannisters will still get funded by said bank. Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty easy title. Yeah, which I is what well, I said at so, the end of episode one, is that I think Cersei's going to just take out a lot of people on her way down. She's
0: going to be the great queen.
2: Maybe she's going be, I mean, what a leader. We're not in debt anymore. We can party. Yep. Yeah. No taxes. And, and mm-hmm. restorations looking pretty good and, and they got food now they got they got food coming in from Tyrells. the Tyrells they've stolen your food oh my god yeah they've stolen my food they've stolen my dignity they've stolen my pride they've stolen my family and now you're gonna have to be are you gonna still keep the Tyrell name on this show or are you
0: gonna jump ship I'm gonna have to change my name to the oh really no, Tra- trainer Tali <laughs> <Tally.
1: laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> become a Tali yeah Trader, Oh, you should be because you love uh, them so much. Now that, you know... No, no, no. I'm just going to go into hiding. I'm just going to become a snow. The reason why you're a Tyrell... So you be a
1: snow. You're not from the north.
2: Yeah. You might be a sand. A bastard.
1: No. You, the sand. bastard's from Highgarden.
0: Uh, oh, what other bastard's from Highgarden? Do you know? Okay. <laughs> I don't I know. I used to know them all, but... Okay. There's yeah. six different ones, in there? No. F- Rose? No. I don't
1: know. Might be Flour. Flour. Oh, oh, it's yeah, something to do with a yeah, flower. Yeah, I'm just oh, going to flower. become... Flowers, yeah, flowers is the... Yeah. Oh, so- take flowers. Take flowers. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It works for you. Anyway, it And, works I, for
0: you. and anyway, I look forward to having you back next week, people, whoever ends up being on the pod, and yeah. we'll see you next week. We'll review of Season 7, Episode 4, Game of Thrones, The Spoils of War. Ciao. Bye-bye. bye bye